We're on the record. I'm Sheila Cast. Good morning. All the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. If music be the food of love, play on. To be or not to be, that is the question. A few of the most recognized lines penned by the bard of Avon, William Shakespeare. Many more familiar lines, actually all of the other plays in Shakespeare's canon are jammed into the, into the Vagabond Players production of the complete works of William Shakespeare, Abridged. It runs through March 12th, directed by Daniel Doak. Here to give us a preview is actor, pianist, director Stephen Deininger. Welcome, Stephen. Hi, thanks for having me. And also joining us is Sidney Marks. In addition to acting, Marks teaches theater and English at Towson High School. Welcome, Sydney. Thank you. Good morning. Stephen, how would you describe this show, written by Adam Long, Daniel Singer, and Jess Winfield? Yeah, so this, this show is a, a parody of all of Shakespeare's plays done within an hour and a half. Um, so I would briefly describe it as being an absolutely impossible task to be performed by three actors, um, three actors who will inevitably, uh, in some ways fall short of that task, but watching us suffer is a, a an absolute, uh, opportunity for comedy for the audience. And, and that's something that we make the most of. And I should say that the third actor, uh, in addition to you two is Matthew Payne. Um, Sydney, how on earth are all of the parts divided up? It's a pretty even three-way split, but trying to um, split the works and roles of William Shakespeare into three characters is quite a heavy feat. So I, each one of us are playing about 15 of Shakespeare's most well-noted roles. I giggle as you say that because it seems impossible. Well, that's... <laughs> Part of the fun is that it is completely and utterly impossible. So there's a lot of humor to be found through how do you become three different characters in the span of five minutes. So, Sydney, I'm assuming that you play mostly the female characters. Not exactly. The way that we've split the characters, the way that the characters are split within the script, I'm actually taking on most of your ever famous male roles in the Shakespeare's canon. So I'm playing Romeo and Polonius and Laertes, while Matthew, my kind of counterpart through the show, is playing Shakespeare's famous heroines, Ophelia. Juliet, Cleopatra, and so on. <laughs> Stephen, is this a play for people who love Shakespeare or hate Shakespeare? I mean, I would say both. Um, for those that love Shakespeare, there's a lot of things to enjoy about the the way that we're we're making fun of it. It's very consistent with uh, with Shakespeare's comedies. So. Uh, we are taking things that might be a little bit silly in Shakespeare and just kind of mocking it or, or making fun of it or playing with it. But um, for those that enjoy Shakespeare, we're also using a lot of Shakespeare's original texts slightly altered in places. Um, so for, for those like me, I, I actually just, before I was uh, taking on this project, I finished a, a completely separate read of all of Shakespeare's canon. Um, so I'm finding little jokes in there that maybe someone not familiar with Shakespeare uh, would miss, but we'll also, you know, mess around with reality television, the Kardashian superhero movies, um, and things for people who are not familiar with Shakespeare. 
Um, and actually throughout the show, I, I generally break things down for the audience. Um, I play um, a know-it-all character who, who loves to talk about Shakespeare, nothing to do with me in real life. Uh, but I will usually stop and explain to the audience what we're going to do or give them some context for those who aren't familiar. And Sydney, how do you see it? Is this a show for lovers of Shakespeare or despisers of Shakespeare? I think this is a show for anyone on the Shakespearean spectrum, we'll call it. There's um, there's opportunities to laugh along with Shakespeare's comedies, but there's also a lot of room for making fun of Shakespeare and how Shakespeare has kind of matured and grown in our modern understanding of it. They poke fun at um, some of the outdated notions of Shakespeare and his work, which I think is really um, a kind of progressive look at Shakespeare's works. And if you don't know anything about Shakespeare at all, there's a lot of physicality and audience engagement that will keep you entertained even if you don't understand a word of it. <laughs> Let's hear a clip from a 2002 production of the show by The Reduced Shakespeare Company, featuring Adam Long, one of the play's creators. We hear an actor prepping an audience member who was chosen to come on stage and play Ophelia. The scene between Ophelia and, uh, and Hamlet, um, it's a very simple scene. It's you know? not a simple scene. If you get a humiliator, be honest with We're it. We're not going to humiliate it. Anybody. You calm down. You calm down. You, you calm, calm down. down, man. You, I'll, I'll, I'll hit you so hard, I'll kill your whole family, man. That's what I'll do. I'll just... You take your medicine. Ooh. Okay. Now, ooh, get her. Okay. Jeez. A little bit of background. Hamlet and Ophelia have had this relationship together in the past. Yeah, but what with everything that's going on between his mother and his uncle and his father and yada, 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 he doesn't want to deal with her anymore, all right? He, he's, he gets all worked up and he tells her to get out of his life. He says to her, get the... To a nunnery. All right, now, in our version of the scene, all that Ophelia does in response is she screams. That's okay? not all she does. It's all she yeah. does. There's more to it than that. No, there is it's not. Oh, uh, Hamlet oh, says get to a nunnery, Ophelia screams, okay? okay. So let's try that, all right? Yeah, I'll give, we'll just rehearse yeah, it once, uh, and I'll give you your cue, all yeah, right? Go for it. <laughs> I'll give it to you. It's all yours. Yeah, hey, good luck. Hey, Adam! I didn't touch her. She hit me with her shoulder. Oh, come on! She did. She started it, man. Don't not. get on. She's been looking at me since she came in here. That's all I'm saying. Sit down. Okay, what a scoot over, kid. Okay. Nice. All right. Okay, now you all set? All right, I'll give it to you. Let me, I'm sorry, let me, let me just step into character here. Get thee to a nunnery! Stephen, talk about the audience participation. This is a big part of the show, right? It really is. And it's something that as, as actors is kind of terrifying to us because we never really know what energy we're going to get. Um, we've had audience members who are uh, wanting to play with us and a little bit shy. We bring people on. We bring multiple people on the stage to have them take on aspects of Ophelia. Um, some of them are a little bit nervous. Some are so energetic and so ready to perform that we actually were afraid that some of the audience would think that we had planted them there, but we, we didn't know what they were going to do before they got on the stage. Um, and sometimes they give us uh, amazing energy. Uh, I know the last production that we, we did this past Sunday, I had audience members who, who thought uh, maybe I was fumbling my way through um, to be or not to be and were trying to help me along. And, and as a team, they worked me through the monologue. It was a completely unplanned bit. 
Um, so it's it's a challenge for those of us who are used to memorizing a play and, and then reproducing it for the audience to kind of switch to this gear to say, hey, we're we're only so many voices in the room. There's other people that are going to be shouting out to us or uh, or responding to direct questions that are being asked. Sydney, do any memorable moments of audience participation come to mind? Absolutely. Some moments where you're bringing people on stage and they've kind of um, participated with you the whole time and they've caught on to the show. There's a running joke that every audience member we pull up, we uh, deem the nickname Bob. So by the time that we got to the third or fourth audience member that we had asked to participate, he was right on his cue. He was ready to go with, yeah, I'm Bob. And I thought that that was just so (laughs) clever. He was ready to go. (laughs) This is On the Record. I'm Sheila Kast, speaking with actors Sidney Marks and Stephen Dininger. They, along with Matthew Payne, play dozens of characters in the complete works of William Shakespeare, Abridged, now through March 12th at Vagabond Theater in Fells Point. Vagabond Players Incorporated has operated continuously for more than 100 years, making it the oldest continuously operating community theater in the U.S. Here's another clip from the opening scene of Romeo and Juliet. We'll hear Matthew Payne and Sidney Marks. Oh, where is Romeo? Saw you him today? Right glad I am he was not at this fray. But see, he comes. Good morrow, cuz. Is the day so young? But new struck nine. Ay me, sad hours seem long. And what sadness lengthens Romeo's hours? Not having that which makes them short. In love? Out. Out of love? Out of her favor, where I am in love. Alas, that love so gentle in his view should be so rough and tyrannous in proof. Alas, that love whose view is muffled still should without eyes see pathways to his will. Oh. Go thither to the feast of Capulets. There sups the fair Rosaline, whom thou so lovest, with all the admired beauties of Verona. Go thither and compare her face with some that I shall show, and I shall make thee think thy swan a crow. None fairer than my love. You're free beer, on. Let's go. Let's go. Now, for me, that's a first. Shakespeare with a Baltimore accent. Stephen, what's it like for you as an actor to perform in this show? Yeah, it's it's kind of difficult. Um, we definitely have um, a. a a different mindset with this show. Sometimes we think it's a little bit closer to stand-up comedy than it is to traditional acting. We're we're not really taking on a character. We're, we're actually most of the time just kind of exaggerated versions of ourselves a little bit, um, or sometimes just a, a mocking version of ourselves. Um, so we're we're less acting than we are just kind of recreating fun and and play for the audience and. Um, and inviting them to take part in it. It's a very different mindset. Honestly, it's like nothing I've ever uh, done before. Um, and it was a challenge to to rehearse. Why? Why a challenge? Because when you're when you're rehearsing a piece like this that has this um, potentially chaotic element in the audience coming in, you know it's a source of comedy, but you have no way of predicting what you're going to get. Um, so sometimes we would just make up audience reactions and, and we would all just assume that's the uh, the truth of what's happening on stage um, and try to, try to react to it just to prepare ourselves for so many different uh, permutations of what could happen when we invite someone on. Sydney, what have you found most challenging in performing? 
this play? I think the definition of each character in uh, my physicality and my vocal work has definitely been an exciting and unique challenge. Usually in a show, I'm only playing one character. And then if I'm taking on, as I'm taking on these 15 roles, I have to differentiate. So Romeo can't sound like Laertes, can't sound like the witch, can't sound. So the physical and vocal demands of this show have been really fun to play with, but also a very unique challenge. I'd like listeners to hear another clip, something completely different. This is Matthew Payne performing a soliloquy from Hamlet. What a piece of work is man, how noble in reason, how infinite in faculty, in form and moving, how express and admirable in action, how like an angel in apprehension, how like a god. The beauty of the world, the paragon of animals. And yet, to me, what is this quintessence of dust? Man delights not me. Stephen, what does it say about this particular approach to Shakespeare that there are not one but two productions of the complete works of William Shakespeare abridged happening right now in Baltimore? The other is at the Chesapeake Shakespeare Company. Yeah, that that's an outstanding question. Um, and it's something that, that we thought about for a while. Um, it's one of these things in, in Baltimore, I think theater companies... Um, keep accidentally stepping on each other to- uh, on each other's toes. I-, I think this past year, I remember at one point about three or four productions of Shakespeare's Twelfth Night were going on simultaneously. Um, and I don't think anyone so- showed up at-, at a different theater with tickets. Although, if someone wanders through the door with just be Shakespeare Company tickets, we'll, we'll try and find them a seat. Uh, but I think it's a really powerful statement that Baltimore and the theater scene is just so robust that we can have multiple plays. Uh, multiple productions of the same play going on simultaneously in different ways that will find their own audiences. Um, I think that's really cool. I remember a time where it wasn't like that um, and that that happens now, even at a time where theater companies are still managing to rebuild their audiences after the pandemic, uh, just speaks to the the nature of theater in Baltimore and, and how robust that community is. Sydney, do you think the multiple appearances of the abridged Shakespeare says anything about the play itself or how audiences are reacting to it? Absolutely. Within the script, there's lots of opportunities for changes. And the writers really encourage, especially in the preface to the show, that the actors and the creative team, the directors really make the show their own and work with what's best for their audience, their community. So they really allow a lot of liberties, which is pretty unusual for a scripted piece of theater. So I think that if you happen to see both productions, they are going to be completely different just by the nature of what the creatives decided through the process and the freedom that the writers gave to us to play with the script. Well, it does sound like a whole lot of fun. Thank you both for telling us about it. Yeah, thanks so much. Thank you very much for having us. 
Actors Stephen Deiniger and Sidney Marks perform, along with Matthew Payne, in the Vagabond Players, The Complete Works of William Shakespeare, Abridged. It runs now through March 12th and is directed by Daniel Doick. We have more information about Vagabond Players shows as well as Chesapeake Shakespeare Company shows at the On the Record page at WYPR.org. Short break on the record. When we're back, a stoop story. I'm Sheila Cass. Stay with us. (laughs) 